I say never. Dr. Kayot probably doesn't agree with me. My horse is 34 and still going strong. Of course, he's in good hands. Uh, he is a patient of Peterson and Smith himself. Uh, I've had him with me for 26 years, and he still likes to go about five or six miles on the beach or the trail. Dr. Kayot, thoughts on when you should retire your horse? Well, it's a difficult situation. You know, it's a difficult subject, and it can be a you know a touchy subject depending on the owner um, because some people you know have a hard time of letting go excuse me letting go of um you know their their buddy right then their friend and their companion and what they used to do and what they would do you know with the horse and that sort of thing it's very individualized per horse um you know, obviously you have a 34 year old that still goes five, six miles a day. And, you know, and, and a lot of that has to do with number one, just genetic makeup of the horse. Number two, how a, a 34 year old, a 34 year old horse is not the same across the board. Some 34 year olds don't have as much miles on the tires as, you know, others. And that plays a certain role. And, um, so, so those are things that you should think of. Um, I tend to, when people ask me that question, is it time to retire my horse? I look at number one, what was the horse doing? You know, I had, I looked at a polo pony yesterday and polo pony was 18 and those guys have a tough life. That's a hard job. That's that's a that's a hard, stressful job on the on the horse's legs, and and there aren't many polo ponies that make it to 34 years old. You know, plain, not any probably. And and this this particular one was 18 years old, and you know had a had a had a bad suspensory in the front leg and a a, a, a torn superficial flexor tendon in in the in the back leg. And, you know, at that point, you kind of say, okay, is this worth going on with the horse? And, and these owners are very responsible owners and they want to do what's best for the, you know, um, the re even though the, the, the pony was a, a good plain pony, um, you know, she decided that this is the time. And, and I agreed with her because when things start breaking, they just continue to break that sort of thing. So that kind of comes into, into play. I think, I think if, if you're trying to perform with this animal and stuff continue, continues to go wrong, they're having injuries and that are occurring more frequently, um, and uh, doing what they have always done, then you need to, you need to seriously consider am I being fair, you know, and, and, and that can be a very difficult, you know, a difficult question to ask yourself because, you know, everybody can be a little selfish at some points and they want to, you know, they want to continue the good times and, 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 and everything that they've had with their friends. So, um, it, it makes it hard, but when people come to me and ask those questions, I try to, um, take take as much as the whole picture into account as I can and say well let's see what's happening here what problems are we having are these problems reoccurring and are they reoccurring because this horse is not able to do his job anymore now a question 
for example, I have another older horse who's 27 and he hasn't been ridden very much in the last year. Actually, I texted you about him the other day um, and he's been getting down on the ground and having trouble getting back up. And I think some of that may be due to loss of muscle tone in his rear end because he seems weaker in the rear end from not being ridden very much. Is it really important with an older horse, especially if you're retiring it from sort of a major job where it's been ridden quite a lot, which is obviously keeping it, you know, keeping it strong and fit. Is it important then if you do retire a horse from a sport to not just let that horse be turned out and go? And is it important to keep up some form of exercise in order to keep that horse fit and keep some muscle tone to help it age and retire at least and and still be healthy? Absolutely. You know, it's just like, it's just like people, you know, um, the fitness is, is great for people and it's great for your equine athletes and, and, and if you can maintain some level of, of fitness, um, the, the rest of their life, it does prolong their ability to, um, live a full healthy, happy life. If you can, if you can exercise, it's just like, it's just like a person or an old man. If that, if that older gentleman can go to the gym and still keep up some muscle tone, even though they might be in their sixties, seventies, eighties, um, that helps so much because then you don't have the problems of, of them getting up when they lay down or a person getting out of bed and trying to dress themselves or, you know, a horse trying to be with his buddies around. They're less likely to to get injured they're they they maintain their muscle tone and that and that's really difficult that's what we see in old horses as they deteriorate or as they age their body deteriorates their their digestive system becomes less efficient in converting calories to body mass they start losing muscle tone and and at some point it makes it very difficult to get that back or to reverse the course and, and um, you know, if, if you're continuing to lose muscle mass, then typically they, they become too heavy and they can't support their body. They can't support the skeleton. So depending on how much muscle mass you, you lose. But if you can keep them in some sort of activity, not just walking around the field, but some sort of activity, even light riding or that sort of thing, that helps. And that helps prolong, you know, the, the life of the animal and the useful life of the animal. Um, it's, uh, they don't necessarily have to be doing high goal polo their whole life, but if you just get out and, and, you know, and, um, you know, trot the horse around or get on and, and, and do, you know, light trail riding or something like that, all of that helps. I know, you know, I know there are some, some farms that, that, uh, thoroughbred farms that, they have their stallions and even though the stallion is retired from racing they still take them out and they work them daily and you know it keeps that it keeps that muscle tone it keeps them in good shape and and it would do the same same to your horse so absolutely um they don't necessarily have to be doing big grand prix jumps or anything like that take it back a notch take it down a notch put it put their exercise level into a box that they can do comfortably and if you have the ability and time to do that, that would certainly help them. 
So even if turned out in the field, just being able to jump on them a few times a week maybe and just keeping them going, keeping them moving just like an older person. The more you move, the less likely you're to get stiff. Um, and I find my older horses do better turned out than in the stall. They tend to get stocked up in the stall. So I think being turned out is, is often much better for older horses if possible. If you can do that, absolutely, because um, it, it just keeps the elasticity in the muscle. It keeps them, you know, it keeps the 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 they aren't just standing in one place using the same muscles over and over again while the while the other ones the activity muscles are getting neglected that sort of thing so if you're able to do that and they can be outside horses are meant to be outside that's what they're meant to be i mean that's that's the typical that's the best spot for them if, if they can be and so yeah Wonderful. I'm here with Dr. Adam Kayot at Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus TV here at one of my very favorite places in Kentucky, and that is the Old Friends Retirement Farm. How wonderful it is to see so many thoroughbreds here after they're done with their racing career, retired in the care of Michael Blow and the president here of this 501c3 and his team. And really, if I was a horse, there would be no other place I would rather spend the rest of my life than these wonderful green fields with the people that truly love these horses. I'm thrilled to have Michael Blowen with us on the show again. And we certainly want to spread the message of this wonderful, wonderful charity uh, in the hope that people will make lots of donations to help uh, keep this going strong and keeping all these horses fed and well taken care of. Michael, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, it's great to see you again, Louisa. Thanks for coming. Tell us how this all got started. You were a movie critic, right? And how does a movie critic end up doing this? I think you started out with one leased paddock and one horse and, and now with uh, over 200 acres and, and I don't even know how many uh, derby winners and Hall of Famers that you, you have here, but I know it's, uh, it's incredible. And all the horses, whether they're the, the highest echelon in racing or just, the, uh, or, or just a horse that won a few races, they're all uh, given the same wonderful care. But tell us how it all began. Well, I fell in love with the horses. I mean, I got into racing because I like drinking and gambling and all that. But eventually, I went to work for a, a trainer up at Suffolk Downs in Boston, and I did stalls in the morning, and I thought it was going to help my handicapping. I had no idea that I was going to end up uh, going from being terribly afraid of these horses to falling in love with them. But that's what happened, and everybody knows that ever fell, falls in love with whatever you fall in love with, uh, 
your life changes completely. So that's what happened to us. My wife, Diane White, and I came to Kentucky here in 2001. We started all friends in 2003 with one horse, a really nice mare named Narrow Escape, who uh, was uh, at Faisal Kipton in a sale, and then when she didn't get a bid, the people that owned her left her there. So they called us and they said, well, are you are you doing that thing with the old horses? I go, yeah. She says, well, we got one. You want to come get her? I said, okay, sure. And that's how it started. And I said, how can you resist a horse named Narrow Escape for your first horse? <laughs> yeah, you did not escape. You, uh, you, you got it all in, so. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness I escaped. This is just fabulous. I mean, anybody who loves these horses and loves the sport of racing couldn't help but be jealous of me because I get to, you know, wake up every day and I get to see Silver Charm in my backyard and Birdstone and in my front yard. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's incredible. So in, in really, what, 15, 18 years or so, you've grown this from one lease paddock to this huge, incredible facility. Um, tell us a little bit about when you got Silver Charm, how you got Silver Charm and that experience, how old he is. And then and then this little chap right here, you got to fill us in on this story, too. Well, first of all, Silver Charm was always my favorite horse, but I never saw him in person. In, in 1997, the day that he won the Kentucky Derby, I was bringing a $3,500 claimer up to the paddock and trying to get him saddled and off to the races so I could run in and watch it on TV. And that was the race that Silver Charm won, and I just liked the way he ran. He was so tough and dogged, and he wouldn't let horses go by him. And I so I fell in love with him, and, uh, and he was always my favorite horse. And then later on uh, that year... This guy was on a slaughter truck and uh, with two ducks and a goat, and I got him for $40, and he needed a name, so I named him Little Silver Charm, little thinking that years later he'd be friends with his namesake here. It's crazy. So uh, when Silver Charm retired from racing after winning the Derby, the Preakness, and losing the, the Belmont, of course, to his nemesis, Touch Gold, and Touch Gold's here just a few yards down the road, and uh, one of the things I like about equine athletes is they don't hold grudges so <laughs> silver charm gets along fine with touch gold and it's water under the bridge and re really don't care so after he uh, he did that and then the next year he went to dubai and won the dubai world cup one of the greatest if not the greatest florida bread besides the firm maybe um he went to uh three chimneys for two years as a breeding stallion and his breeding's not very good so he didn't attract many mares and uh, Robert Clay, who ran Three Chimneys, persuaded uh, persuaded his his owner uh, Robert Lewis to send him to Japan, and he did for. And he was in Japan for 11 years. But Robert Lewis, because he had great foresight, put away some money in a trust fund for Silver Charm. So when it was time for him to come home, all his expenses were paid, and he he's, he he has a $10,000 a year endowment. And by the time it was time for him to come back from uh, Japan. We were well enough along so that Sandy Hatfield, the stallion manager over there, recommended when he when Silver Charm came back that he come to Old Friends, and and I, I, I couldn't believe it. I, when she called me, she called me in October, and she I could I had to keep it a secret, and I'm terrible at that. I and I had to keep the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Apologies to my son. <laughs> um, uh, I had to keep it a secret, and it was very difficult. But I did, and then in December, uh, he, he came home after, oh, I, I wanted to say, she said to me, 
how would you like an old gray stallion in your yard? I'll never forget it. And I knew exactly who she was talking about. And I totally freaked out. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And that's what happened. And now he's here and he's my, my pal. And he gives me a, a kiss every morning. And he's just as gentle and as kind and as smart as, as he can be. And he loves visitors. He's, he knows he's a star. Uh, he doesn't have a mean bone in his body. You can lead him around with dental floss. And he's just, the thing that he really, one of the things that he's taught us is that he um, he is very intelligent. And we have horses here that, where their breeding isn't that good. And confirmation's not that good. But I'll tell you something, the ones that won all the big races are the intelligent ones that know that uh, winning a race is a lot more than just running around in a circle. And uh, the smart ones all know that. So if anybody in your audience can develop an IQ test, we'll make some money. You're right. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. Is he coming up? I can't turn my head. I broke my neck a couple of months ago. So, yeah, so if I'm not looking at you, that's why. So this, this little silver charm is 36, and the big silver charm is 26, 27? 27. 27. Wow. He had a carrot cake. A lot of people came. It was really nice. And he deserved it, right, buddy? He certainly yeah, does, yes. Yeah. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second to none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Equestrians, it's time to take care of yourself as well as you do your horse. So get down to Pulse Center of Ocala. The PEMF wave is safe and it's a therapy that charges your cells and allows them to function at their fullest capacity so you heal much faster. Check them out at pulsecenterfl.com now and tell them you heard about it on the Horse Talk Show for a free demo. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. So um, you've repatriated quite a few horses here from Japan and I think one from Italy. Um, tell us a little bit about that process and why that's so important to you to get them back home. Well, because I'm really selfish and I want them in my yard. I mean, um, uh, the horses that we brought back came back in perfect condition. I mean, we brought Charismatic home and, and, and we brought Warrumbum home, Sunshine Forever. 
uh, the European creator who won some really nice group ones over in uh, over in Europe, um, uh, and uh, and we have a really good relationship with the Japanese breeders now and the Japanese Racing Association, and they you know they're working on having a retirement place over there. They're, I think they're going to make an announcement pretty soon that, that as soon as they feel comfortable uh, about about retiring the horse and doing pretty much the same thing that we're doing here, which is invite visitors to come and see the great horses that won races in Japan. So that's really good. And it, um, but when we started, it wasn't that easy. I thought it would be easy. Okay, you call him up, say, I want to get this horse, he's retired. We'll pay for all the expenses and you just give us the horse and that's that. And they kept saying yes. But all that meant was that they, they in the, that I didn't understand Jap Japanese, of course, and uh, and but all that really meant was that they knew what I was saying. That didn't mean that they agreed with it. It just mean that that they that they that they knew what I was saying. And so we went back and forth and back and forth. And then finally, I got in touch with Emmanuel De Saru, who is the agent who is selling, uh, who is who is the 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 uh, arbitrator and getting the horses back and forth from overseas. And within Two weeks of that, uh, we got two horses home from Japan, Creator and Sunshine Forever. But they said I had to get $45,000 to them within the two-week period. And I didn't have any money. I mean, we don't have any money. And I can talk about the advantages of being broke. I can, <laughs> there's fabulous advantages to it. It forces you to do things uh, that you probably wouldn't normally do. So I had to, I knew my mother-in-law had money. She had it in the bank. And she moved down here with us and lived in an apartment down the street. And, uh, and so one day I said, right, after I heard that, I said, I don't know where I'm going to get $45,000. I'd already mortgaged everything. We didn't have any money. So I told her, I said, you know, Fern, I said, I have a great idea. I said, what's that money that you have in the bank? What is it actually doing in there? She goes, well, I don't know. It's, it's just in there. And I go, it's just gathering dust. It's gathering dust. It's getting dusty. It sits in there all day long. It doesn't do anything. doesn't move. doesn't do anything. just gets dusty. She goes, oh, yeah. So uh, she really liked me, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and she said, uh, so I said, well, we're going to finally do something really good with that money. She goes, what are we going to do? I said, you're going to be the first person to finance a stallion coming home from Japan and give him a, a life happily ever after. And she looked at me, and she wasn't a bit skeptical. She goes, okay, fine. And we went to the bank, and an hour later, I had the money. And an hour after that, we had it wired to Japan and transferred to, you know, transferred to yen and had it in Japan. And two weeks later, the horses were on the plane. Nothing like a good mother-in-law. Oh, yeah, she was great. That, she was great. So how many horses do you have here? And tell us about some of the, uh, some of the famous ones. Well, let's see. We just got another one, so that's fine. 128 here at this farm we have another place up at ashton grove which is a senior citizen place we have 18 18 over there and then down the road here on ironworks pike we bought some some more some more land and we have 48 over there and then we wow. have a farm up in new york the old friends at cabin creek so up in new york there's there's <coughs> i think 17 there so over 200 for sure yes yeah definitely more than 200 and you've got some Hall of, I know you've got some Hall of Famers, you've got some Dubai World Cup winners. Um, tell us some of the, I know you have Patch. Um, we love Patch. Fun watching him, uh, one-eyed horse against all odds in the Derby. Very exciting. So uh, tell us some of the, some of the really well-known names. Well, 
We have. We just got Stormy Liberal. Of course, he won the Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint twice. We have Touch Gold, who won the Belmont. We have Birdstone. We have Touch Gold to beat Silver Triumph out of his Triple Crown. We have Birdstone to beat Sil uh, Smarty Jones out of his Triple Crown. And we have Saravo who won the Belmont when Warren was going for it. So we have we have all the spoiler Belmont Belmont winners. Um, we have. Uh, we have uh, we become the semi-official -re retirement home for Adina Springs, so Alphabet Soup, who I believe ju he just turned 30, and I think he's the oldest living Breeders' Cup Classic winner. Um, he might even be the oldest Breeders' Cup winner. I'm not sure, but but he's doing good. He just, as I say, he just turned he just turned 30, and he's a wonderful wonderful animal. And you know, we've just been getting great support now from the from the farms. So when these horses are done with their their stallion duties and can't earn money, you know, racing or can you, you know, aren't going to generate any, any income at, at an auction and are done uh, breeding. You know, they look at us as a as a positive alternative for for the for the horses to come here, and it gives them more space to to bring in some new stallions, and it gives us the opportunity to make these great uh, animals available to their fans. It's amazing that fans can come here for just a, a minimal fee uh, and take a tour and meet all these horses and have a chance to uh, maybe some of their favorites here that they followed during their racing career. It has to be so exciting, such a blessing to have such a wonderful place to come and visit. I think so. I mean, I like living here, you know, but when I told my wife we were going to move from Harvard Square to Midway, Kentucky, she thought about it for a while. And I said, you're coming with me, right? And she goes, well, let me think about it. So 20 minutes later, she comes back and she goes, well, I'll come with you, but only under one condition. I said, okay, what's that? And she goes, that when I leave you, you won't come looking for me. So, but she's still here. So <laughs> she's still here <laughs> and she loves it too. So tell us about the team. You must have a huge team to do this and you've got to have a lot of volunteers. If I lived in Kentucky, I'd be volunteering here all the time. I think it's such an incredible facility, but tell us about your team and, and what that means to you. Oh, it means everything. I mean, the people, one of the great things that you learn about this place is that it's a magnet for really nice people. Nasty people usually don't come here. So everybody that comes here loves the horses, loves the sport, loves to talk about it. I lost money on a horse. I made money on a horse. I have two of his this horse's babies at home. You know, I worked with this horse. We had a woman here the other day who was the exercise rider on War Emblem when he's still in Illinois, and she told great stories about how she she was the only one in Illinois that was glad they sold the horse so she didn't have to ride him anymore because he tried to bite her while they were even. He'd reach around and try and bite her leg while they were exercising. Oh anyway, so we just attract really great people that all have individual stories about the horses and, and, and are willing to share them and, and, uh, and they appreciate them as much as I do. And then, of course, the reason that the place looks so good is clearly not because of me. The reason is it's because we have great people working at the farm. We have great people running the office. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And they take great pride in it. They're certainly not in it for the money. Uh, but they take great pride in their work and they really appreciate the fact that they're being able to take care of uh, these great horses every day. I mean, I mean Zach Crump, who works for us, he's a, a great guy and, and he gets to bring Silver Charm out in the morning and bring them back in the evening and they're great pals and there's not too many places where you can, you can say that. And, and I think everybody that works here appreciates it on that level. So you said you like beer and gambling, and I'm, uh, I, I get that. And, and so i got to ask you about yesterday, of course, uh, another Florida bread, Silver Charm, of course, being a Flor Florida bread. 
Another Florida Red yesterday made history crossing the finish line in the run for the Roses and uh, an, an unknown, really, one that Bob didn't even have any confidence in uh, to be a winner. A $1,000 yearling and a $35,000 two-year-old um, whose breeder actually uh, very concerned when he was born, had to save him. Um, he was three weeks late. Mom didn't have any milk. She had to get some milk off another mare. Um, and, and actually she got to see him this morning morning at Bob's Barn. We took her over to see him. But really a great Cinderella story, the underdog. Um, I bet on him because I'm a Florida girl. I might not sound like it, but I'm a Florida girl. And um, and so I bet on him to win and he did. And it, it's just a great story. And what a tenacious horse. He, he ran wire to wire and um, wasn't letting anybody past him. You got to tell me if you um, placed a bet on Medina Spirit. And with that, we have to take a break on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back with Michael Blowen and we'll have the answer to the question, did he place a bet on our derby winner from Florida, Medina Spirit? Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm usually wrong, okay? I actually, I, I can only pick losers, and I use that. That's why I like to play 10-cent superfectus, because I care more about who's finishing third and fourth than who's actually winning the race. But they wouldn't accept them yesterday. They had to bet a dollar superfecta, which is way out of my league. So uh, so I was forced to bet them. But as soon as Cattle River, the other speed horse, the other legitimate speed horse, scratched out of the race, I liked him a lot. And Bob said that, you know, he said, well, yeah, he, he might. I said, he said, he reminds me of the Silver Charm because he's tenacious and he doesn't like horses to pass him and all that business. But he said, he, you know, he's really a cut below the three or four really good horses in this race. And uh, he didn't seem to have a, a ton of confidence. But I said, Bob, he's going to be like Warren Bloom. He's going to break out of the gate. And if he breaks out of the gate, he'll go wire to wire. And it's like one time in my entire life I was actually correct. <laughs> and uh, and so that was really nice. And it was great for him and great for, for Jill. And, you know, you know, Bob comes here all the time. And he comes here sometimes. He doesn't call or anything. He just shows up to see his horses and see how everything's going. He donates money to us. I mean, one year, oh, it was before American Pharaohs. It was the Thursday before American Pharaoh won the Derby. He came and, uh, and uh, he said, uh, 
he said to the a tour group that was here that were totally surprised that Bob Patrick was part of the tour a few days before his, his derby. And and uh, and he's and his, Bob said, "Give money to old friends. It's not a scam, right?" <laughs> so so we have a sign up over there. Give money to old friends. It's not a scam, you know, Bob Baffert. But he comes here like unannounced, and he'll come out here by himself just to spend time with Silver Charm, and he's really, really been nice. Oh, and the other thing he did with American Pharaoh, he reached into his pocket, and he gave me ten brand new hundred dollar bills, and he says, "This is only for gambling." So, uh, who wouldn't like him, right? Oh, that's so right. he's been very generous. Jill's been generous. Jill loves Game on Dude, who's, of course, another of Bob's horses, and Jimbo Fallon we have here for Bob and Jill. And, of course, we had War Emblem here for, for quite a while. And <coughs> I think Bob has uh, totally become uh, one of our uh, most uh, – oh, this is a funny story. So uh, there's a wonderful horse that ran in the Breeders' Cup Mile this past year named Sharp Samurai, trained by Mark Glatt. And Bob told me that Mark Glatt uh, was with him one morning in the dark when they were waiting to to uh, watch their horses work out. And Mark and Mark says to Bob, "Hey Bob, how do I get a horse into old friends?" And he said, "Send Michael ten thousand dollars." I said, "Bob, that's that's not a requirement. I mean, it's like." We take all these horses unconditionally, and then we raise the money, do whatever we want. If the owner wants to give us money, fine. But if they don't, we still want to get the horse. He goes, if I'm going to be your West your West Coast representative, let me do it my way. Well, anyway, about two weeks later, we got Sharp Sam Ray, and about two days after that, we got a check from the owners for 15 grand. So I, I congratulated Bob for being such a great representative and a great negotiator. He did well. Yes, he did very well. So top of your bucket list for, for this place. Hmm. My, 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 I live here. This, my bucket list is all here already. It's all here. I, I, don't, I never thought I would get homesick for Kentucky. And I go to Saratoga now, and my friend Joe lets me stay. He has a wonderful inn up there called Ann's Washington Inn. He lets me stay there for free. I go out to eat, and some of the owners buy me dinner. And I ran into Zito, and he gave me $100 to bet one night in a bar. And it's a great place. But um, I get homesick because after two or three days in Saratoga, my favorite place on the planet Earth until this place, um, I start getting homesick, and I get nervous, and I have to come back. So. so the best thing that we can do, spread the word about old friends and um, let people know and people can send donations or they can volunteer here, I'm sure, if they're local. And they can also come here very inexpensively and take the tour and that helps to support you as well, right? That's exactly right. One lady came here a couple of years ago from Detroit and uh, you can see there's some houses in the background here and there was one lot left and she turned around her husband on the tour and she was well we're gonna buy that lot and we're moving here and now they did they got the house built <laughs> and now they live here <laughs> overlooking uh, who do they overlook they overlook silver max mm -hmm. that's wonderful Michael I want to thank you so much um for letting us be here with you today, um, letting us meet little Silver Charm, and of course seeing the real Silver Charm. Uh, I think the it's an incredible, the other, the other Silver Charm, that's right, sorry. Um, thank you so much, it's such a pleasure. Your work here is incredible. We're so impressed, and I we're just gonna- do anything now except sit in this chair. It's absolutely fabulous. Everybody does all the work. It's, it's <laughs> unbelievable. And they do it so much better than I could do it, so it's, it's, it's marvelous. 
And I thank everybody that comes here. I thank everybody that donates money, of course. I thank everybody that works here, especially that get up. You know, these people that work here, they get up before dawn. They show up early and they leave late. And their eyes and ears are always open to these horses. So every one of these horses is seen four or five, six times a day. So if any problems arise, they know what to look for and how to, how to solve the problems. And I just sit here in the chair and say thank you. Well, we think you do a little more than that, Michael, but we're so glad you're here. Thank you so much for having us here at the farm today. Quite an experience. Uh, I'm here with Michael Blow and the president of Old Friends in Kentucky, a wonderful place if you're a thoroughbred and you need to retire. This is where you'd like to be. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus TV. And that was Michael Blowen who allowed the Horse Talk Show team a wonderful visit uh, to the Old Friends Retirement Home in Kentucky right after the Kentucky Derby, the 147th run. We thought it was rather appropriate since uh, Silver Charm was the last Florida bred to win the Kentucky Derby back in 1997. It was kind of neat to go and see him after being there to see Florida bred Medina Spirit uh, cross the finish line in a very exciting wire-to-wire -wire race. He certainly held his own in a very tenacious manner against the toughest horses in the country. Wonderful to go and visit Silver Charm. So thank you to Michael Blowen and the team for having us there. We certainly love old friends and it's a great place if you're looking for a tax deductible donation to help look after those horses uh, with a couple of hundred horses to look after there. Famous or not, uh, an incredible place to be and clearly a labor of love for Michael Blowen. Uh, we had a uh, quite a long trip back, long drive back. Thank you very much to my um, drivers due to my broken neck that most of my listeners are aware of uh, still being in the healing process and not being permitted to drive yet I was able to passenger up there and back so that we could be there a little bit of a difficult year for me with some limitations with my neck but um, at least we were able to keep things rolling and keep you informed a real honor uh, to take Gail Rice to the barn on the morning after the derby so she could visit uh, the horse that she brought into the world that pu she pulled out of the mare and bottle fed able to take her and uh, have a chance for her to give him a kiss and, and say well done and actually our photographs from the barn made it into Kentucky.com and uh, so did this mic actually um, so kind of exciting news um, back home now we're going to be able to bring you some, some local things in the upcoming shows from around our area also a mention for those of you who have been praying for Flynn uh, he is back home and from the hospital and from Claudia's and is probably in the background of uh, of me right here. You can probably see him. And I'm excited to say that my friend Abby's Mustang from the same herd has joined him to keep him company and um, hopefully will help him uh, keep busy with another Mustang to play with. So I'm very thankful for that. In a little bit of horse news, one of our very favorite horses ever that we've we've covered quite a lot since 2015 when he won the Triple Crown and the Grand Slam. American Pharaoh has been inducted into the U.S. Hall of Fame. So we're very excited. Congratulations 
to all the connections there. American Pharaoh certainly deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, along with Todd Pletcher as well, of course, who is uh, one of our top trainers in the U.S. and, of course, the son of uh, stepson of Joan Pletcher here in Ocala. So congratulations to all of those. We're certainly glad to be back in the horse capital, and um, we enjoyed the wonderful weather in Kentucky and the fantastic hospitality at the Hilton Garden downtown Louisville. Enjoyed it very much. Thank you to John Fields um, for it as usual, the best pillows in America. So uh, that wraps us up. We hope you enjoyed the show this week with lots of um, derby news and fun and lots of excitement with the Florida bred winner. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around. Until next time, I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show.